That's close enough for government work. Manamana. Do do ba do ba. Government work. Do 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 do. Can I get one of them government jobs? I uh, do you want one? Manamana. They're better than our job. Do 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 do. Back to the Bad Gamecast, this is Jake. Oh god, it's Jason. Oh no, I'm Elsa. And this week, we played Balan Wonderworld. Hey guys, what happened to New Year New Sonic, huh? Because some asshole got Sonic all over my mediocre platform, and boy howdy, I am not loving it. <laughs> so Jake, what the fuck? <laughs> well, you can thank fucking director Yuji Naka, creator of Sonic, for teaming up with Square Enix, who developed and published this bitch, released this fucking year, 2021, on all of the things. I, I I don't Fuck. know. The best thing I can figure is that Yuji Naka finally chewed his way out of the tomb that he was in underneath Sega headquarters <laughs> and then ended up burying his way into the Square Enix offices. And the only way that they could get him to actually leave the building was to agree to make a game with him. You make him sound like a brain parasite. Look... <laughs> This is a game from the creator of Sonic made by Square Enix. It was handcrafted to punish the bad game cast. Yes, Yuji Naka, Brain Parasite. Oh yeah, it is amazing the how much uh, we in general have rallied against Sonic and uh, Square Enix uh, to the point where someone in their suggestions sent me the Wikipedia link to Square Enix's page. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, just pick one, fuck. Yeah, and so it's like the worst of both It really is, and like some fascinating design choices behind it that we will get into. See, the the word the F word that I'm thinking of for the design choices aren't fascinating. No, they're definitely <laughs> fascinating. They're awful too, but you just oh have to boy. wonder like, did these people ever play a video game before, or was it just like described to them because they're aliens coming to Earth for the first time? Ah yes, we will make a video game and blend in with the human populace. We will <laughs> we will base it off of our home world and call it Balan Wonderworld. New headcanon established. That would explain Circus Sender that Slenderman. That is much better than the actual canon. <laughs> I'm sure you'll inform me what the fuck the actual canon is because, wow. Uh, before we get into it, Balan Wonderworld is a 3D platformer slash collectathon. It kind of built in the vein of such other games like the 3D Mario games like Mario 64 or Sunshine or maybe even Spyro the Dragon in that you uh, go in through collecting in this case statues instead of stars or shines or dragons and you got to collect a certain number of statues to progress in the game like you do with like stars or shines or dragons in those other better games uh so yeah that's what you're doing in this game god help you long pause while i'm trying to figure out how to adequately describe the plot Uh (coughs) uh-huh yeah no um okay i think you open with the kidnapping so i think we just go with how the game presents itself and then i'll decide how much other lore I need to explain. I think that's the best way to do it. So you start uh, and you get to pick a character. There's a male character and a female character. Oh, so not like a hedgehog or two-tailed fox or echidna or other hedgehog or... 
cat or chameleon or bat or fuck hold on nope just two kids not yet jake mm, my bad uh boy and girl and i picked boy so did jake elsa you picked girl yep. and you get a cut scene right this is how the game starts out for the boy you see two people kind of uh, doing some dancing street dancing and he's also street dancing in the background and they stop and they look at him and they're like hey you know they kind of gesture at him there's like no words i will explain explicitly when there are words it's once <laughs> yeah they just kind of gesture at him like hey you want to dance and he looks at them with he's got his like earbuds in and he just like turns away and starts walking away and as he's walking away a basketball like rolls up towards him and two people on a basketball court they gesture to him like hey man throw us the basketball or join us you know and he looks at them and he lowers his head solemnly and walks away i don't know how you're supposed to interpret this uh, basketball killed his father. <laughs> so he then sees like, uh, you see something like out of the corner of your eye and you start following it and you briefly see the girl character as you both go towards this like theater. It's a, uh, what you come to learn it's a Tim, right? Yeah. That's what they're following. Just this weird fluffy, definitely not a chow. <laughs> <laughs> totally different. Legally distinct. And it leads you to this theater. And once inside, this terrifying smile with a top hat uh, greets you. <laughs> Cue the only part of the game with words. And uh, Balin introduces the Wonder World. And then there's like a trippy light show. Yeah, this is when the drugs he slipped to kids really kick in. Are there actual words? Or um, is this spoken all in Balinese with subtitles? Because this work has its own like fake fictional language which oh yeah i don't know i i mean it's subtitled and i don't know if it's if he's actually saying okay. things but it is subtitled so there's actual things that you can read i thought it okay, was okay. uh him talking in uh just a rapid fire energetic japanese but it might not have been yeah it might not have been in fact i would almost bet it wasn't because of things that i'll get into so yes you get some words you're allowed to read that he is introducing you to the balan wonder world and then you like wake up on a float island the island isle of tim's isle yeah the isle of tim's the isle of why am i chained to this radiator it's got a whole bunch of legally distinct chow <laughs> they look like marshmallow peeps of really just different easter colors like yellows and baby blues and pinks yeah they're fucking adorable they're really cute yeah they are the only positive thing i can even begin to say about the game so anyway you go to the first world and uh <sighs> Each world has a series of cutscenes kind of explaining what's going on and then resolving what's going on. And I guess here we start to go into, like, I need to explain some of this. Absolutely. Canonically. So the Balan Wonderworld is a, a magical area that when you are facing a hardship or trial in life and you need help overcoming something, often internally, you find yourself and you find your way to the Balan Wonderworld. And Balan and supposedly Lance, before he turns evil, are supposed to help you with your problems, and then you leave the Wonder World, and as you do, your memory is wiped. So you don't remember all the zany nonsense, but you find a, you know, solution to whatever, you know, your problem was. That tracks with what I was guessing what was happening. Yes, because this was all explained in the book. Jason, what the fuck? Why is there a book? Okay, so the idea behind the game, uh, reason why there's no words or anything, is that they wanted the game to be accessible to everyone. No matter how old or what language you spoke, 
you could play the game and interact with it the way everyone else does. And so that's why there's no words or anything. But to cover the whole, like, plot and everything and, like, kind of explain what's happening, they released a book alongside the game. Ooh. Super accessible, guys. Thanks. The Balan Wonderworld Maestro of Mystery Theater of Wonders. Yeah. <laughs> is it is it like an actual like you know book that is like you know hundreds of pages long or is it like a children's book or what are we looking at here well, it's listed here as a novel <laughs> fuck me let me okay. uh, figure it out the face i was making is because on the balan wiki page like there's a picture of him with as without his hat on and it's not better oh yeah because he takes his hat I, for the <clears throat> longest time until the very end of the game the hat never comes off and i was convinced it was just part of his head so i because i skipped it so so, like, I just assumed that it, that was also part of his head. Nope, he takes it off at the end, and it's much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so that is that is the idea behind the Wonder World. So the first area you go to is a farmer and corn. The man who rages against the storm. Yeah. Uh, a quick side note, it is over 200 pages. Good for them. Probably sold more copies than my book. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> you gotta get your mom on it to buy more. <laughs> <laughs> These are rookie numbers, mom. Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, it's a guy who grows corn, a tornado hits, and that's why he's here. The tornado killed him? No. The tornado, <laughs> I, I don't, like, you know, you could say in theory it ruined his crop, but again, at the end, we'll get, I mean, we, we can get into it now. Like, you defeat his inner demons, and he wakes up, basically, in a field of broken corn, and he sees one corn stalk still raised, and it sh the light shines on it, and he's like, I get to live! Yeah, which, like, he still has a field full of ears of corn. Like, all of his crop is still there. And that one broken-ass fucking stock that's left, like, bruh, if that's all you had to go on, like, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, like, assuming he's growing, you know, grain corn, which, like, most people are, mm -hmm. and this isn't, like, for immediate human consumption, he's fine. Right? Just scoop that shit up. Process it. Let's get going. I, yeah. But he is inspired to keep going. Maybe he needed a signal to inspire him to keep living or something. Not give up on his dream of corn. Being a farmer. He should get better dreams. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Like, I knew a lot of farmers. I don't think it's that people wanted to farm so much as they liked living in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I mean, some people really like farming. Uh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, you knew people with farms. It wasn't so much that they wanted to farm. They just had one. So, like, I mean, kind of. And yeah, so each of the levels that you traverse through while the gameplay of this game are, like, whimsical storybook representations of the people and their problems, kind of. You know, the first one is farm-themed, yeah, et cetera, et cetera. a whole bunch of wooden fences, and there'll be, uh, in the second zone, there's a bunch of corns and stuff, and it's all green, and it's themed after the idea of farm. Yeah, with uh, scarecrows and dancing chickens and a wolf. Hold up. Yeah, <laughs> because, I don't know, should we talk about the costumes now, or should we wait? No, 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 that's that's for later. That's, that's okay. gameplay-related. This is plot, I guess. Get to it. So, as I said, you help him. He believes that life has meaning and he can regrow corn. So you get to the next world. So each world, like, they don't connect. 
it's each time it's just a new person here's their problem you go through the level and you beat the boss at the end because uh, there's a boss fight and when you do it solves that person's problem yeah each one is what two stages in a boss fight yes yeah. second one is the ocean temple um <laughs> and i don't remember this one at all the dolphin and the diver yeah the girl with her handsy dolphin <sighs> It more seemed like her demonic dolphin because it had like glowing red eyes in the animation. It was right, like, it was going to drown murder her. her. <laughs> yeah, murder dolphin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Put her down like a baby seal. And uh, then you go through the water world and I don't remember the ending cutscene either. They're friends now? Yeah, she's out on a boat. She sees the dolphin. They wave to each other. Yeah. She didn't drown at the after all. Are you sure these people aren't just dying? <laughs> oh yeah, because in chapter three, uh, you meet a young girl who likes bugs. So the problem is that she's a girl that likes bugs, so everyone thinks she's weird. I don't think her being a girl has anything to do with it. Nobody likes the weird bug kid. I don't know. In college, in my first year uh, at OSU, uh, I shared a dorm room with uh, the weird bug guy. Okay, uh, college is a lot different than grade school. That's true. And where you were going with this is that you liked this individual? Yeah, bug guy was cool. I mean, the other people around me uh, were much less cool, so. <laughs> you do you, bug guy. That's what, entomology? That's fascinating. To so get like a library of uh, different like. And it gets weird. So anyway, you uh, beat her boss and then like, I don't know. (laughs) You beat the shit out of that kid. No, it's not them. It's a representation of their fear or trauma or whatever. And then, like, she meets other people who are into bugs. I don't think that's how it plays out. I think she, like, has a butterfly that, like, Balan manipulates into hatching, and then it's just, like, light shines out of it, and everyone thinks it's cool. Either way. Bugs can be neat, too. Yeah. Uh, it makes other people realize that bugs are kind of cool. Let me tell you about Death's Head Moths. <laughs> I will hurt you. <laughs> Uh, so then we go to uh, Jimmy Neutron. The boy who would be one with the wind. All these chapters have pretentious titles. Yep. Uh, this one is the uh, boy that likes Kiki and Kiki's delivery service, right? Also an alternate idea. Anyway, he's <laughs> Jimmy Neutron. He's trying to build an actual functioning plane in his garage because he just needs to fly, I, I guess. Oh, I do you think it's the farmer's son and he's just trying to get the fuck out of Cornville? Uh, and then you, you win. <laughs> yada, yada, yada. Plain bullshit. <laughs> It's really just the same thing over and over. You meet a person, you solve their problems, you win. You meet a person, you solve their problems, you win. Right? Because then, like, the next one, I don't even remember. He builds a plane or something? Yep. Great. Next one, this is a lady. She likes bird watching. And then they cut down the forest to build houses. She's really sad all the birds are gone. So then you beat her thing, and she builds bird houses and plants more trees, and the birds come back. Next. Girl with the kitten. (laughs) The girl that kills her cat. Girl's cat dies. You beat the level. And then... (laughs) The cat doesn't actually die. Fallon turns back time and brings it back to life. That's a thing he can do. He could cure cancer, but chooses not to. Yeah. Move on. (laughs) Chapter seven. Uh, The villain of every, like, chess show ever. (laughs) The former champion obsessed with past glory. (laughs) Yeah. And he is the fucking villain. Oh, my God. Right. He's the bad guy. And he loses in the championship round to the good guy, and this shatters his confidence in life. Uh, and so you beat him, and then he plays chess in a park and starts helping. Who's the kid? Bobby Fisher? Yeah. <laughs> He finds a kid that he's going to teach to actually play chess, and he's going to teach this kid to be better than the guy that beat him, so it's really just a long revenge plot. I'm not sure how that Hell actually yeah. like works out in the end. Yeah, but... you don't see him close the rec center, but you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Again, 
This dude's animation played the first time, and I'm like, he's a villain. Chapter 8, I just have, because I have the super cliff notes, it's just titled Ice Slash Love, which, boy oh boy. I have obligatory ice level written down. The lady too scared to love, and her story was kind of dark, because, like, her parents die. Yeah, her parents died, and then, like... She was engaged. Her parents die, and so she, like, traps herself in her house while her fiancé keeps trying to, like, come up to her. Yeah, and, like... It's this very weird, she, like, can't love because her parents are dead, which is, oh boy. <laughs> and then you, you know, beat up her monster, and then she runs out and, like, jumps in his arms. It's like, you don't hate me because my parents are dead. And you're like, what? Well, yeah, after, like, what? Because you get a cut of him coming up to the door and her ignoring him for, like, a few times. So, like, you don't have any idea for how much time has passed, but, like, maybe he's like, well, you know, like, maybe I'll just give her some space, see how she's doing. Like, I don't know, right. man. Some people gotta grieve at no point did it ever indicate that he was like leaving yeah. no <laughs> it's just like okay it's just checking on her yeah like you would assume he liked it enough to put a ring on and he's not just bouncing now oh your parents died fuck you then <laughs> <laughs> right like i don't i don't know what the message of this level was orphans right out yeah right like oh you don't have parents oh then we can't be a family can we hold on is she still an orphan if she's an adult have we had this conversation before <laughs> i don't know is batman an orphan well he was an orphan i don't know that he still is. Adults don't get to be orphans. I thought you were going to say orphans don't get to be adults. <laughs> Do you? Brutal. Yeah, but then theme park, which is a clown in love. We've all been there. But he is too shy to tell her? Yep. Great. Yep. And then he, and he tells her. he works up the courage to ask her out. Yep. Really, the power of boner gets him through that day? <laughs> like, fucking Jesus. Chapter 10. This one is like, it's the paint one, and it's painter's block? Mm-hmm. Just so. That's it. She, they, don't have, they don't have an idea. And then you beat the level, and then they're like, ah, yes, paint! And they do paint stuff. Cool. Uh, city slash lava is the firefighter. Ooh, I have this as obligatory fire level. New recruit fireman who is afraid of fire. Yeah, he picked a real bad profession, but then he gets over his fear of fire to save people. Good job, buddy. Yeah, I'm sure every fireman has that moment where, like, they're staring into the, like, a burning maw of an inferno, and they're like, oh, fuck! <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a pretty common feeling. Yeah, well, I like how in the animation, because, you know, this is, like, super cartoony and childlike, uh, he doesn't, like, go into the fire with any gear. He just has, like, his firefighter hat and his coat, and that's pretty much it. He, like, doesn't have any heavy-duty gear running into a fucking inferno. Be oh, fine. yeah, because I streamed this whole thing, but I did it a while back, if it got saved. Because if it did, you can go back and check, and I'm pretty sure I made this comment. He runs in there, and I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Right. This man is going into an inferno with no gear on. And that man he is needs a breather. <laughs> like, that's how you die. And the final chapter. The final one, which is a bunch of garbage. Because an old man, is, <laughs> he sees a bunch of garbage on the ground, so he picks it up. And then there's still more garbage on the ground. And this shatters his reality that people are, they throw garbage on the ground. Well, he's picking up garbage, and then, uh, like, he sits down for to lunch. And then when he gets back up, the sidewalk he just picked up is covered in trash again he's picking it up people are throwing shit like on the ground in front of him and bumping into him and shit so he just like looks down at his hands and like you can tell he feels like he's invisible as the like he starts to get transparent ah okay so he lives in philadelphia and then he's old and literally dies and this is his hell <laughs> wow philadelphia is hell <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, like, the hell, you, worse, Wisconsin. 
you beat his trash demon, and then, like, I don't know, some people help him pick up some trash. Yeah, some of the uh, bustling, trendy youth see what he's doing and think, oh, this will look good on the Insta, and then do it with him. Yeah, everyone remembers the trash pickup thing that went viral, what is it, last year? Just I before COVID? It was at least Just, two years ago. Right? Like, it might have been during COVID, like the start times of COVID. That's what I thought it was, but I don't remember. When people were bored. There's a whole thing. You would pick up all the trash, put it in a bag, take pictures, post it. Oh, no, I think people should do that, but not take pictures. Like, you should just do it because you should clean up the environment and, like, the area around you. I mean, yeah, that is a positive thing. But the uh, trend on social media did get more people to do it, which I think is a positive thing. That is good, yeah. Even if you're doing it for clout, you are still picking up trash. Which brings us to final boss fight. Yeah, so then you learn that all of these people were trapped here, and uh, their nightmares, they were being kept in their horror zones by Lance because he feeds off their evil emotions. Wait, is that what the fuck happened? Oh, yeah. Because, like, I didn't know what (laughs) Tentacle Freddy's game was. Not like the fucking game shows you that shit. Yeah, and he didn't want any of them to leave, blah, blah, blah. He was trying to basically coup the Ballad Wonderworld and just take it over for his own nightmare realm. And then you fight him. And you beat him up. And then he turns into a giant monster and he laser beams you to death. And then the power of friendship brings you back to life. (sighs) Oh, no. And then you beat him up as a giant monster. Oh, no. And then Balan sends him no, into no, no. the true He's a oblivion. giant monster. You don't get to be a giant monster. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know. You're kind of a monster for playing this game. So, yeah, uh, plot is like, it, it's loosely tethered and they don't explain most of it. Uh, yeah, at the end, Balan banishes Lance into the actual abyss. All these Hooray! people are saved. I have a question about that. Uh, and then as the the boy character, you go out and uh, you do dance moves with the people who wanted to do dance moves earlier. And then you play some basketball. Maybe the boy character just had like crippling social anxiety. That was my read on it. But boy, do they not get that across at all. And he just kind of mm-hmm. seems like a dick. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, uh, speaking of, the uh, girl character has a completely different story. She's apparently some fucking rich kid who lives in a mansion. And uh, so she's walking around through the corridors of her goddamn mansion. And the maids in, like, traditional, like, maid uniforms are, like, whispering to each other and, like, giving her the side eye. And she gets real self-conscious that they're, like, whispering about her and looking at her. And so she cries and runs away and goes to the Ball and Wonder World. And at the end of the game, you come back and realize that... Uh, uh, the maids were whispering because they were planning a surprise birthday party for this fucking rich girl, and then they throw her a party, and everybody has a good time. The end. Jesus Christ. No, Balan. What Balin did I say? Balan and Lance, <laughs> because together their name is Balance, because one's the good side, one's oh, the dark side. Oh, if you hadn't said that, oh, it would have no. never fucking occurred to no. me. Damn. <laughs> oh, I have to know these things, so you do too. You fucking suck. Fuck. <laughs> All right, so like, oh, that fucking pisses me off. <laughs> Right? That's the worst. So, like, n- at no point in the game do you hear Lance, right? Which is why I was referring to him as Tentacle Freddy, also, because I think it's funnier. And, like, the first time you beat him in the final boss fight, like, you knock the evil out of him, and he's just like Balan, and then the evil takes him back over. So, I don't know if he was supposed to be, like, his friend, fucking uh, significant other, sibling, whatever, but you mean to tell me that at the end of the game, he banishes him to the fucking Shadow Realm? Yeah. 
fuck that guy. Yeah, that doesn't sound like balance. Uh, I do wonder if uh, this is because maybe there's a secondary ending because we all finish the game after the first two acts, beat the final boss, credits roll. You put down the game because it's an awful, 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 awful game. Uh, there's a third act that has you go back through each of the worlds. There's a third level that's unlocked in each of the worlds that apparently you can choose what costumes you have as opposed to having picking them up off the ground. We'll get into that in a second. And maybe that leads to a true ending where you redeem Lance. This is me just bullshitting. I have no idea if this is actually true. Oh, uh, you know that you could always just like swap the costumes that you had at any time, right? What are you on about? At every checkpoint. Yeah. What What are you on about? Like you weren't confined to only the costumes that you had in stage. You could go to a checkpoint, stand on it, enter the costume booth, and then just swap out what you had. I thought that was an exit back to the main area. No, that was a costume booth. You could... Uh... What the <laughs> fuck? So you got to play it on extra hard mode because... <laughs> There's a way that you could basically just like cheese most of the levels, which I told Jake about. Yep, and I exploited the fuck out of. You get like the ice dancer quadruple jump and just... its name is Frost Fairy, and it breaks most levels. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, that that I went back to that world several times to pick up that costume again because I thought that was the only way I could get that costume. Now nah, you can just collect Jesus. like thirty of them while you're there. Yeah, and it there's the. It doesn't tell you that. There's the. It doesn't checkpoint. tell you that. It doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> There's the checkpoint right where you can pick up the Frost Fairy costume. So, like, if you leave from that checkpoint, anytime you come back into that world, that's where you start. Yep. And you what? can just bank the costumes right there and then just wait for them to respawn. Mm. Because the key to get it is literally also on that platform. By the way, to gather costumes, right? There'll be these like floating pyramid things, uh, and yeah, I don't know what shape they are. Could it be an octahedron? Octahedrons? Yeah. Yeah. But to interact with it, you need a key. The keys are always like immediately next to the thing. It's weird and pointless because like both keys and costumes regenerate over about the course of I want to say like thirty seconds. Yeah. There, there's no reason for them to be there. Like you should just be able to pick up the costume. Well, then the key mouse costume wouldn't have any fucking use, would it? You gotta, sir. The one that lets you use the costume to unlock things <laughs> that you don't get until the 11th stage. <laughs> yeah. You can go back. What are you talking about? Yeah, so the key costume <laughs> is one of the ones that falls under the category of useless. No, it lets you jump. <laughs> no, 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 no. That still is useless. There, there's a whole category of these costumes. By the way, there's like 75. There's shit time. They're proud of this fact and they shouldn't be. No. Yeah, so the whole conceit of this game is that you use these costumes to get through the obstacles, to fight enemies, to do specific things on specific maps. There are a whole plethora, like I think this is where Jason and Jake were winding up to, of like costumes that basically do the same thing, like basic like Mega Man blaster that shoot just like a, a projectile and ones that like jump and attack and there are several ones of these that just like do the same thing. Well, like the reskins. Even Frost Fairy, right? Because there's another one that does the same thing. Uh, Air Cat, and I like Air Cat more because she's thick. But like Frost Fairy moves upward, which is like more useful. Yeah. So they're slightly different, those two, but they're very similar. Uh, some that just let you jump. Oh boy, you can jump normally. Why would you take away that ability? 
So yeah, if you haven't figured it out based on our conversation so far, uh, this game operates off of movement and one button. The one button does the thing that your costume can do. Sometimes it's jump. Sometimes it isn't. Yeah, and this is uh, one of the biggest things I have issues with, and it is a design decision. They wanted this to be a one-button <laughs> game for simplicity and ease of access. Anyone can play it because it only requires one button, which isn't true. You also have to move. Anybody can play Mario, and that has, like, run and jump. Anyone can play Sonic, and that's got, like, two. Right? Jump and attack. You can have a dedicated jump button. It's okay. I promise. Yeah, but see, if they did that, almost half of the costumes would immediately be useless. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah, well, that is exactly it. It was like, they spent so much time coming up with their 70-some-odd unique costumes, and, like, really, uh, as I said, by the end, I basically just carried Frost Fairy with me everywhere all the time. They could have pared it down to, like, 10 costumes. That would have been fine. Well, okay, but what about the costumes that do the thing on their own uh, randomly? Because that's how they say it, right? Yeah. Uh, where That's just one button. <laughs> but yeah, they got to make sure that those costumes have the ability to jump, I guess. And so they'll just have, like, the attack being uh, when you stop moving, it shoots a, like, triple shot or a quadruple shot of projectiles. But it can still jump. <laughs> because that's what they decide the button would be. And then, who oh, Look, yeah. rooks can jump in chess. That's what castling is. Yeah, wait. Got me there? <laughs> I've been watching a lot of chess videos. That's, that's, that's science. No, it, uh, you know, you got the one that goes fast randomly. Yeah. Ooh, you got the one that makes you invisible randomly. <laughs> and the one that turns into a box randomly. Hey, you shut the fuck up. Box Fox is the greatest goddamn costume in the game. Was there a point to Box Fox or was it like <laughs> the, like when you're, when you're playing Kirby and you pick up the sleep ability and it's just a detriment. It's 100% that. It is literally designed to be bad. Hey, you are invincible when you're in box form. Unless you fall off a cliff, which I did. <laughs> yeah, because you just are a box. <laughs> So a box with good. a very low friction. So, like, if you're on a ramp, you will slide and you will fall off a cliff. Yeah. It's um, a whole thing. So, yeah, there's just all these... Like, we can't even begin to go through all of them. There's so many. And so many of them are bad to useless or are used, like, once. Uh, there is a lantern in, like, the third world. Yep. You've got a little mm. lantern on your head. And so when you go into an area that's dark, it you know, you can see. How many uh, dark areas are there? Uh, in the entire game, I found two. <gasps> Fuck, I only found one. going to be my guess. There's one that has a Balan statue and one that has one of the rainbow gems, I think. Yeah, so there are collectibles in this game that aren't statues. They're uh, bits. They look like little colored gemstones. And you use them to feed them to your not chows. Yeah, well, because there's also eggs. Mm, so you can get more chow. You can get more not chow. Yes. The chows are called Tims. Why are they called Tims? Do no we one know? Knows. Nope. Okay. I called them Peeps. Right. They, they look like Peeps. They're called Tims. You feed them bits. You feed them piss crystals. And uh, they, if they eat enough, they grow big. And then if you throw one at a big one, they spit out an egg. Well, uh, yeah, but if you're trying to get a King Tim, then that's a whole other process. That's what my American sex education told me, how reproduction works. Yes. You eat a bunch, get fat, and somebody throws a baby at you, and then you spawn a baby? Yeah, is that not how you do it? Look, I was drunk for both of mine, maybe. <laughs> Is a rowdy 11 year old. <laughs> oh, you're talking about children, not sex. <laughs> that makes a 
sound a lot weirder. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. No, because uh, there is a Balan costume, uh, which gives you the ability to uh, glide like a fucking sugar glider. <laughs> you don't really fly. And in order to unlock it, I thought it was you had to fully upgrade the Tim Tower, the centerpiece of the Isle of Tims, if you decide to feed these little bastards a bunch of crystals. What you have to do is you have to feed them three colors of gems. And after they eat so many, they get a little gem on their chest. After they get all three, you have to feed it enough for it to get big so that you can spawn another one out of it. When you have that happen, there is a chance randomly that it will spawn a white Tim with a little crown on it. And you need three of those. And then you have to give the peep statue a bunch of rainbow Tims and then some other shit happens. Oh no, uh, once you get that all the way up, then you throw a King Tim at it and then it turns into a giant Tim and it flies you off to fucking Ballon Island or some shit. What is happening? This is like some supersonic mixed with goddamn gold chocobo bullshit. Oh yeah, this is straight up gold chocobo yeah. level bullshit. Yeah, it is. But you bet your ass I unlocked secret chocobo heaven island. Well, yes. I never played seven, so I... It's also in nine. Yep. Oh. Yeah, I never played nine. I played eight. And six. I only play the even ones. <laughs> Except ten, because his name's Titus, and I fucking hate him. <laughs> Bro, his name could be whatever you want. His name is no one gives a shit. <laughs> his name's Yasmin Bleeth. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Water sports personified? Because he looks like a dude that'd be into getting peed on. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> I fucking hate this game. I don't want to talk about literally anything else, so can we please move on? No! <laughs> I bet with Damn what we it. are doing. Oh, right. The other big thing about the costumes, uh, I, I don't know if it got mentioned in the slew of nonsense, because, yeah, every time you get hit, your costume breaks. Oh, yeah, no, we didn't mention that. Uh, every costume is one hit, though. Yeah, so, like, if you have, say, the Frost Fairy, and this is why Elsa was having so much fun with this, mm-hmm. when when you're Frost Fairying about, if you take damage, your fa- Frost Fairy breaks, and then you have to get another one. So, like, as I did, if you just stockpile like 30 of them you just go to the nearest checkpoint and grab another one yep which if you lose all three is also where you respawn at so just get you some more fucking hate you guys look it's right there these are this isn't even cheating like i do sometimes these are just game mechanics they're bad and they don't explain them to you (laughs) look i was looking into finding a trainer just so i could figure out one what happens if you fully upgrade the tim tower since i didn't bother looking at a youtube video for it or two getting the stupid balan costume to see if it was really worth the fucking effort but i didn't bother the answers to both those questions are no i didn't think so what do you get for fully upgrading the tim tower a big tim tower that's literally it <laughs> i'm for that that was legitimately the favorite part or my favorite part of the game fucking tamagotchi bullshit right like i it's it's just like weird downtime uh here throw this stuff and do nothing like the tims are adorable but i could not be asked to actually care about cultivating my tims to grow the tim tower and make sure they're all having fun no oh no i i don't care about that i just wanted like a thousand of them i wanted more tims than there was ground so many tims but the game let me do that so <laughs> it takes twenty four thousand ticks of the counter to fully repair the clock of happiness oh fuck jesus i was even close yeah i was like at four thousand or something uh i was at uh coming up on four thousand so with your clearly superior uh strats with switching costumes how long did it take you to beat this game because it took me i want to say nine and a half hours probably about there i streamed it three times over the course of a week and that was like the whole game 
game, so okay. I would assume it was probably like three three-hour streams, so about nine hours. Yeah, I want to say it. I might be coming in a little under there, but if I am, it's not by much. That, that sounds about right. I just wanted to say that. We didn't talk about it, but at the end of every boss fight and through all the fucking stages, <laughs> the constant goddamn dancing, and I, I knew it was there, right? Like, I, I don't live in a fucking vacuum. I'm aware of what this fucking game was, right? I intentionally didn't look at anything for this motherfucker because I knew we were going to have to fucking play it, and I wanted to get it as fresh as possible, right? I knew I knew there was a fucking dance number, but motherfucker, the first time in your fucking little corn maze, right? Or when you're done with fucking the corngasm stage, and then, like, the fucking... They walk up, and then they start dancing, and all the little fucking background critters start dancing, too. And I streamed it. You can watch my soul leave my body when it happens. Oh, it my really God. It really is a harrowing experience. Just, like, your eyes glaze over, and you just go, why is this happening? Why is this happening oh, yeah. to me? It, it's something that I just, it, like, it does not comprehend in my brain. Why that would be a thing. And so it's a dance number to a song that doesn't exist. Like there's someone singing, but they're singing in whatever the nonsense language you were talking about. It's not words. Oh, uh, it's based on English. Oh my God, of course it is. Uh, there are apparently lyrics to it. Uh, somebody on Jake's stream tipped him off to like, if you collect all the statues in a world, you unlock the English version of that particular dance number and song. And I just did a quick YouTube search before we started recording here and it totally exists. And it's like how we're gonna keep on fighting and carrying on and chasing our dreams and all that, you know, bullshit you would expect from Balan Wonderworld and all the shit we just said. You would expect from the lyrics from a Sonic song? Yeah. <laughs> Minus the gotta go fast parts, I guess. Right? Minus the super sweet, like, punk pop rock. Mm, I don't know about all that. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Oh, to hell. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm trying to think if there's anything, like, specifically else I need to bring up. Just... I didn't run into any uh, bugs or anything. Like in terms of like game, how it was built, it felt pretty tightly built. Just the design decisions behind it felt like a bug in and of itself. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like, the stages themselves aren't very big. Some are what feels like bigger than others. Some are pretty linear, or not, uh, vertical, I mean. And they've got, like, of the eight, ten trophies that you need to collect uh, scattered throughout. Some of them are easy to get. Some of them are much more difficult, and you have to search them out, which is fine until you get to the later stages, like uh, that god-awful circus, uh, which is when it really, like, it fucking, that one hit me hard. Uh, the painter lady and the like the later stages when like everything starts shifting around but oh boy that just made me want to puke i don't think this is a game that was ever fun to play for me like i'm getting kind of into my recommendation slash sum up but um i'm just trying to think of through all these levels if there was like a sequence that was satisfying or fun and just there wasn't there was no sense of accomplishment for any of the things i did in this game there wasn't a satisfying like amount of combat or speed good lord the platforming is slow and clunky as shit yeah uh because the platforming is bad like yeah is it it's kind of slow and clunky and then once you get uh, frost fairy using that to just like it helps cover up how bad the abilities are so that you're like well i did the thing but eh. there's random combat within levels but the enemies are usually just like one hit and that one hit can be jumping on their head like they're goombas and the boss battles i found all of them bad they're not interesting they're like so they're the you know 
know, these giant things and they're the manifestation of the fears of the person that you're trying to help. And it's always just like, so uh, go up and bonk them with whatever you've got. Yeah, or they're shooting something and you need to bonk that so it'll hit them. So then it'll open up what you need to bonk. Yeah. Yeah. All of them take three hits and that's it. Well, hey, Tentacle Freddy at the very end took four. So, you know, spicing it up. That's how you know he's the final boss. <sighs> I just, I want to forget that this game ever exists. This is in the lower rungs of shit. At least I have personally played for the podcast. I know I'm sort of uh, sporadic in my appearances these days, but I had to get in on something that is more in my wheelhouse, a platformer. You know, I always come in for New Year, New Sonic. And you guys said that we uh, were playing a game that was made by people from that uh, sphere of the world. I had to suffer with you because I'm a masochist like that. I'm glad. I'm glad that you suffered through this with us. Thanks, buddy. I'm glad you suffered too. <laughs> <laughs> what is there to say that this game's so bad there there are a lot of videos that came out recently uh i know people do like let's plays and stuff or just reviews of it and like it's it's worth looking into like just like go on the internet and see what this game is about just if you've never heard of it and just like experience just a little slice of it and know what we're talking about it's amazing uh jason you and i were talking before about like who the fuck is the audience for this game because it's like it's bright and it's pretty like it wants to be a kid's game and it's like the mm -hmm. buttons are super simplified like it wants to be a kid's game and then it gets pretty fucking dark and like the themes aren't expressed well and uh you and i were talking uh, jace and i were talking before uh, you were on elsa and like if i hate the premise for the game because like you want me to teach children that in order to solve whatever inner turmoil that you're experiencing a magical stranger needs to come into your life to do it for you yeah no go ahead and get in the van with that guy because he's gonna make your sad go away fuck that noise slenderman will make it all better so long as it's a top hat yeah that was the really the design decision that uh made slenderman a horror game instead of a kid's game he didn't have a top hat <laughs> instead of a children's icon <laughs> Isn't that just the one dude from that one? Oh my god, what is that fucking series? I don't know what he's talking about. Where did Annabelle come from? What? What? I'll be over here, don't mind me. Okay. Great. Conjuring. Yeah, the Conjuring 2, when uh they've got the... I forgot, what do you call the thing where it's like it spins and it looks like the images are moving on the wall? But they've got one of those, but like it's some weird Slenderman looking dude in a top hat that comes out. Like that's... It wasn't worth all the time and I'm sorry. I'd like to apologize to both of you and our listeners. <laughs> For just... No, no, don't worry. This shit's getting cut. It'll be fine. No, no. This shit is the podcast now. <laughs> this is me rambling incoherently. To fucking, neither of you two know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> None. It's to paint a picture for our listeners is to the mind state that Balan Wonderworld puts us in. This is what it did to poor Jake. Now he, you know, eats through a tube. And he's making up movies. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Vera Famiga! <laughs> The haunted doll, come on! Please donate if you can for this poor man's care. Like, I would give you my recommendation, but you can guess it's a, it's a hard pass or a hard no from me, dog. I did think of a use case, though, right? If you don't have children yourself, but you own a Switch, which I'm sure a lot of people do, right? And uh, you have uh, family members that have children, cousins, siblings, right? So, like, maybe you've got nieces and nephews. And they're shits. You buy this game for when they come over so that they have something to play, but it's fucking balanced. And you hide all the good games. That's the only reason why I can think of anybody who would fucking buy this game. Don't play it. It sucks. 
I don't have the words to express how much I hate this game. Make up one. Nope, I got nothing. There, there needs to be more guttural sounds that I can utter. I hated playing this game. I basically streamed the whole thing other than like the first level. And uh, you can mostly just see how absolutely exhausted and exasperated I was the whole time. <laughs> the game is not fun. The whole like, you know, to advance, collect more statues is not fun. I didn't even cover how some of the statues are in the levels and some aren't. Some, you have to do this thing called a Balan Bout. Oh, Let me tell about? you about oh, Balan no! Bouts. <laughs> it's a stupid inner mini game where you do dumb shit. That's the thing. He's so mad he can't even be coherent right now. You fucking... Balan shows up and he's like, I'm gonna show you a fun time. The same soundtrack plays every single time and it's just quick time events of pressing space bar to get the images to match up. That's it. But here's here's the cool, cool, great part. See, because you get a statue if you, do, if you do it perfectly. If you mess up once, you don't get the statue. So you can go, excellent, 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 great. You get nothing for your time. Good day, sir. You lose! <laughs> I don't know how many times that happened to me, which just made me want to punch my computer till it stopped twitching. When I got to the final few worlds, I just stopped doing the balance bouts. I just stopped. I was like, nope, not worth it. Not worth my time. Fuck Same. It. I got to a point where I had enough statues from the early worlds that I was like, okay, I only need three statues per world. And that means I know I don't have to touch any balance bounce. <laughs> and so I just straight up didn't. I think all of us did that. No, I did them all the way to the end. <laughs> like oh, a dumbass. Because um, I fucking, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have have no answers for you. <laughs> this man needs 24-7 supervision uh, so he doesn't swallow his tongue. Please help. So yeah, that's this game. I hated it. There's just almost every design decision I think they made was the wrong one to make a fun or playable game. Uh, yeah, don't don't play this. Don't, don't look at this. Try to forget it existed. Wait, no, don't do that because you learn from history. Remember this exists so no one makes a <laughs> game like this ever again. Only you can stop Yuji Naka. This game is a war crime. I don't know, man. It's bad but it's not like eternity. This this game is the worst, and I've said all I need to say about it. Go play the newest 3D Mario. Go play Odyssey instead. So, 7 point edit, a 10, not enough balance from Elsa. <laughs> all right, Jason, what do we do now? Well, now we answer letters from listeners like you. Like you. So, uh, we'll start with this one because uh, I like it the best, it, which is my favorite part because I don't actually know if this was a uh, random spam or phishing email because uh, here... <laughs> Here's the email. Are you ready for this? Hello. Hi. Oh, that's it? Great. So on the next email. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, look, I'm not, like, making fun of you. If you're the one who said that, it, it genuinely amused me so much when we just got an email that just said, hello. Uh, out of curiosity, I wanted to see if they make Tim plushies, which, of course, they do, right? Guess how much a fucking Tim plushie is. I don't know, like $40. Yeah, fucking $40. Damn, I'm good at this game. <laughs> For what? Oh, it's a uh, 43 if you want a little plushy Ventus. What's a Ventus? From Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm going to murder <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for the last episode of the Bad Gamecast. Jake's going to be dead, and I'm going to be in prison. Yay! <laughs>
you don't get to go that easy, Jake. God damn it. Just like we learned in uh, Remothered, you deserve to live a long, miserable life, yeah. something, something. I, everything blends together in the end. Anyway, we got these two uh, emails, which I'm going to blend together because they're from the same person. And one of them is just a suggestion that uh, you should use the Russian soundtrack you used in the game Sector more often. Uh, what? I don't know. Elsa, did you edit Sector? Because I don't remember doing anything for that one. I don't think I edited Sector. Oh, that was episode 60. That was February 9th, 2020. Okay. Wasn't one of mine. Like, I think that was me, and I don't, didn't do anything. Right, right. It all blends together for me, and I only uh, record and edit the episodes that I edit, and I don't really listen to our other episodes. So, maybe. I don't think any of us actually know anything about this podcast. I'm going to go back and listen to it, just because you said that. I'll, I'll report back. So, for all you fans out there, I need you to understand, you are a bigger fan of this podcast than I am. I just do the thing. Yeah, Jason just likes talking. It's I just love the internet it. part that is just sort of circumstantial, incidental. That's a good word. Incidental for him. You know, I love talking and I hate myself. So oh, here we are. That might have been you, Elsa. Sector? I don't think you did anything with no. it. Just looking at the description, I remember the uh, Waluigi questions. They got weird. Is Sector the rush? The, like you're the b- 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 paramilitary, right? It has like the levels. We tried to play multiplayer together. What? Or is that? No, that was fucking Cyber Eye, the divine thing. Take down Red Saber? Is that what you're thinking of, Jason? Yeah, that's what uh, I'm thinking of. No, we played multiplayer. <laughs> Did we, though? I mean, we tried to play I, Divine Cybermancy, but... Yeah, that, no, that was one a, was fucked. That was a whole fucking mess. Which, uh, continuing on with their other email, what game have you played that was so crappy or absurd you enjoyed it? <sighs> How does uh, that go? Big Rig! You leaned far too, <laughs> way, oh, far too much away from the mic. It goes, Big Rigs! <laughs> yeah, I, I leaned back so I wouldn't blow the mic out. <laughs> Can't fear the microphone, Jake. Ah, uh, I mean, that's the question. Nothing for this game, or sorry, for the bad game cast. I'm trying to think if there's anything I played like in my youth that would um, qualify for such a thing. Uh, I will, I will throw out some other stuff. Like, so that's really, honestly, was kind of the goal of the bad game cast to begin with. Yep. Right. Me and Jake have talked about. Uh, we both enjoy to uh, different extents and amounts bad movies. Mm-hmm. Like I love Neil Breen and the truly trash movies. Hold up. That makes it sound like I don't love Neil Breen, which is flat out untrue. Neil Breen is amazing. Right. We all love Neil Breen. <laughs> And so that's like, we wanted to find a video game that fit that same Neil Breen niche of like, clearly they tried and they were so bad, but it ends up looping all the way around to being great, which Big Rigs, I think, hit for me because it's so comically absurd. Yeah, I think Big Rigs is probably the most, the most example of that where it just comes full circle because it's so shitty and so broken and it shouldn't work and it barely does and it's so fun to play <laughs> now mind you that's for like 10 minutes like it's not a real game no god no it's not uh but there's games plenty that we've played for this podcast that like they're bad they're generally reviewed bad and i came into them and like i had way more fun than i thought i was going to one of them that sticks out to me uh, is a little game called blades of time it's dumb and like overacted and written like it is dumb as hell and yet i actually fairly pretty much enjoyed 
played my whole time playing. The combat's really fast. It's very stupid. The main character, like, backtalks the ancient evil god trying to give you powers. Yep. It It is as close as from, like, a more mainstream game. Because Big Rigs was obviously, like, forged in the fires of Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the uh, main character from Blades of Time is also, like, a competent woman. Like, she's, she's a good character. Yeah, despite, you know, again, because of video game design being, like, super sexualized. Yeah. Like, it's... Oh, uh, that is, I think, as close to me for, like, some of our main games. I think, like, Two Worlds. Two Worlds, yeah. I, gen- I, I genuinely like Two Worlds, but I'm not about to defend Two Worlds. Where, like, I will get up on my soapbox and say, one, uh, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Oleg Tidover, who gives a shit, doesn't deserve money for it, but you should go and play Big Rigs, because fuck yeah. But, like, Witch Sun? For just the hot, broken mess? And I know we talked about it recently, but, yeah, like, if you can find it, you should experience Witch Sun. It's another one where uh, the combination of, like, how bad it is, which is what I enjoy, but then, like, because they were under accusation of basically they took pre-sales for like the alpha version and then they made a they changed the name and started reselling it but they didn't give any of the people from the alpha the updated version because it's different as well as being under fire for using stolen assets (laughs) um they they probably don't deserve your money i at no point said you should pay for it yeah you did like (laughs) the people who made witch sun uh there's a reason it's like delisted from steam yeah yeah but i love how broken that was and some of the things that they induced introduced that like are just so mind-bendingly like no one would ever put that in their game because it's dumb and bad and yet they did they had an idea and they went for it was it good no did it work fuck no (laughs) the closest thing i can answer for this i looked through my game list couldn't really come up with anything but uh fight crab we played earlier this year and uh this is a game that hurt my hands after playing for uh a couple of hours because you have to twist your hands into some sort of horrible claw to actually control your crab but also you're fighting crabs like mechs and it controls like a mech which is to say clunky as fucking shit but it tries its hardest it it has heart crab heart crunchy crunchy crab heart <laughs> God, you want to you play some crab fight? Crab fight's good. Right. It's and now funny talking about these games that we've played that are like bad, but also good. Or, you know, it's just like way more amusing than most of the things we've played recently. Ugh. Right. Like I can also say Metal Wolf Chaos with its overacted bullshit <laughs> script. America! Fuck yes. How come From Software can't make more fun games like that? Or why can't From Software put a fucking armor cord in a goddamn PC? You tell me, Jake. You keep on buying those like fucking and Dark Souls games. <sighs> but the Dark Souls games are really good! Oh. Something, something. Everyone's gonna buy Elder Ring or whatever it's Elden called. Elden Ring, and you goddamn right. It's great, because I know what it's called, and I intentionally mispronounced I'm it. I'm sure you did. You know, I've never taken a day off of work for a game release, but, like... I'm still not going to, but I debate it. Look, uh, I know where that hype train goes, and it fucking gets off a disappointment. I'll fucking, we'll see what it's like when it comes out, but I want it to be good. Elsa, you got to get it on some Elden Ring? Probably not. Uh, It just hasn't been my vibe. The Dark Souls-style games just never caught me. Instead, I am gearing up for the uh, new Metroid game that's coming out. I've already beaten Zero Mission, and I'm playing through Metroid 2 now, so uh, that's that's my big hype this year. Hmm. Uh, Do I have a big hype? I don't think I have a big hype. Silk song still isn't out yet right no okay. okay then i don't have big hype i don't think i've ever seen you big hype about anything hey i'm that's not true momos i take it back oh hell yeah <laughs> it's like i guess 
Best dumplings around, my dude. Now I want dumplings. Though we did just have a bunch of pork. It was good pork. I almost ordered dumplings. God, you fuckers. I'm sitting here in a different time zone, ready for dinner. <laughs> so we don't have any, que- any more, uh, you know, we aren't covering any more uh, listener questions right now, but we can just talk about food for a little while. Oh, yeah. No, I like that. Oh, should we talk more about, uh, God, what was it last time? Pie. <laughs> Uh, we were talking about cakes earlier. Yeah, well, I made cake out of beans, so that was a thing. Bean cake. Nothing from the peanut gallery? Fuck, all right. <laughs> no, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So uh, if you have any questions, comments, and concerns, things you want us to read or, or talk about on this here, that, there podcast, email thebadgamecast at gmail.com. If you want to catch us anywhere else, you can catch us on Twitter, uh, Reddit. We've got a Discord page, uh, YouTube, where we uh, upload all of our Twitch VODs, as well as occasionally the audios for these podcasts, <laughs> because we stream on Twitch Monday through Thursday. Check us out live, playing good games, bad games, variety of stuff. A lot of games that start with M. That's just me. You do whatever you do. I'm the M champion. Anyway, uh, also, <laughs> thanks to all our uh, supporters on Patreon. You uh, help us help us keep this jimmy afloat yes to all of our patreon supporters thank you very much you guys are the fucking bestest i'm told by the experts that we love you i notice you're uh leaving one out there but uh i'm not gonna bring it up we're just we're just letting it die ah who knows <laughs> okay well you can find me on twitter at jake prey you can find me on twitter at freya faust it's my pen name uh as of time of recording my second book is in pre-release and by the time that this episode comes out it will have released it's called guard dogs it's the sequel to stray dog uh, of the Burke Misadventures. And if you're into urban fantasy, if you're into the bullshit sibling banter that me and Jason get into all the time, uh, my writing ends up containing a decent amount of that kind of shit. So, you know, go check it out. Did you just tell them all about our secret timelines? Shut up, shut up, shut up. If you don't acknowledge it, they won't know about it, but now they do because we're saying it on air. Huh. Should I, like, leave or <laughs> where, uh, out of curiosity, where can one find this book of yours? Oh, I mean, you can and go on the Amazon, the Kindle store, and you can get it either on ebook format on Kindle, or you can pick up the paperback. Paperback should be coming out simultaneously with the ebook this time, which is pretty surprising Ooh. that I am competent enough to put that together. Hooray! Ah! Right. Jason can't read. I can't. <laughs> For the bad game cast, I'm literate. I'm other. Yagatui! <sighs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's physical media. Hold the fuck up. I have a question. Why is it released yeah. September 13th, but if I buy it in paperback, it gets delivered the 7th? Wait, what? <laughs> September the 7th? Yes. What? Free delivery. <laughs> September 7th. Uh, fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> Order thanks it. Thanks for checking that for me. I'm buying it now. <laughs> <laughs>